Before we get started, it's important to note that none of these methods fall under what we would term the dark arts of influencing people. Anything that might be harmful to someone in any way, especially to their self-esteem, is not included here. There are ways to win friends and influence people using psychology without being a jerk or making someone feel bad. Number 10. Get someone to do a favour for you. This trick is also known as the Benjamin Franklin effect. Legend has it that Benjamin Franklin once wanted to win over a man who didn't like him. He asked the man to lend him a rare book, and when the book was received, he thanked him graciously. As a result, the man who had never wanted to speak to Franklin before became good friends with him. To quote Franklin, He that has once done you a kindness will be more ready to do you another than he whom you yourself have obliged. Scientists decided to test the theory and found that those who were asked by the researcher for a personal favour rated the researcher much more favourably than the other groups did. It may seem counterintuitive, but the theory is pretty sound, believe it or not. If someone does a favour for you, they are likely to rationalise that you must have been worth doing the favour for, and they decide, therefore, that they must like you. Number nine, ask for way more than you want and scale it back later. This trick is sometimes known as the door in the face approach. You start by throwing a really ridiculous request at someone, a request that they will most likely reject. You then come back shortly thereafter and ask for something much less ridiculous, the thing you actually wanted in the first place. This trick may also sound counterintuitive, but the idea behind it is that the person will feel bad for refusing your first request, even though it was unreasonable. So when you ask for something reasonable, they will feel obliged to help out. Scientists tested the principle and found that it worked extremely well as long as the same person asked for both the bigger and smaller favour, because the person feels obliged to help you the second time and not someone else. Number eight, use a person's name or title. Dale Carnegie, the author of How to Win Friends and Influence People, you can find a link in the description below this video, believed that using someone's name was incredibly important. He said that a person's name is the sweetest sound in any language for that person. A name is the core part of our identity, and so hearing it validates our existence, which makes us more inclined to feel positively about the person who validated us. But using a title or form of address can also have strong effects, according to the as-if principle. The idea is that if you act like a certain type of person, you will become that person. It's a bit like a self-fulfilling prophecy. To use this to influence others, you can refer to them as what you want them to be, so they will start thinking of themselves that way. This can be as simple as calling an acquaintance you want to be closer to, friend or mate, whenever you see them, or referring to someone you want to work for as boss. But be warned, my loyal subscribers, this can come off as very corny. Number seven, don't correct people when they're wrong. Mr. Carnegie also pointed out in his famous book that telling someone they are wrong is usually unnecessary and does the opposite of endearing them to you. There is actually a way to show disagreement and turn it into a polite conversation without telling someone they are literally wrong, which strikes to the core of their ego. This is called the Ransberger pivot, invented by Ray Ransberger and Marshall Fritz. The idea behind it is pretty simple. Instead of arguing, listen to what they have to say, and then seek to understand how they feel and why. Then you explain the common ground that you share with them, and use that as a starting point to explain your position. This makes a person much more likely to listen to what you have to say and allows you to correct someone without them losing face. Number six, mirror their behavior. Mirroring is also known as mimicry and is something that some people do naturally. People with this skill are considered to be chameleons. They try to blend into their environment by copying other people's behaviors, mannerisms, and even speech patterns. However, the skill can also be used consciously and is a great way to make you more likable. 
Researchers studied mimicry and found that those who had been mimicked were much more likely to act favourably towards the person who had copied them. Even more interesting was their discovery that those who had someone mimic their behaviour was actually nicer and more agreeable to other people in general, not just those involved in the situation. It is likely that the reason that this works is that mirroring someone's behaviour makes them feel validated. While this validation is likely to be most positively associated with the person who validated them, they will feel greater self-esteem and thus be more confident, happier and well-disposed towards others. Number five, ask for favours when someone is tired. When someone is tired, they are more susceptible to influence from others. The reason for this is that when people are tired, it isn't just their physical body that's exhausted, their mental energy levels drop as well. When you ask a request of someone who is tired, you probably won't get a definite response, but more likely an, I'll do it tomorrow, because they don't want to deal with the decision at the moment. The next day, however, they are likely to follow through because people tend to keep their word. It's natural psychology to want to follow through with something that you have said you will do. This may not work if you're trying to influence a literal douchebag, but generally speaking, it does. Number four, start with a request they can't refuse. This is the reverse of the door in the face technique. Instead of starting with a large request, you start with something really small. Once someone has committed to helping you or agreeing to something, they are now more likely to agree to a bigger request. Scientists tested this phenomenon in regards to marketing. They started by getting people to express support for the rainforests and the environment, which is a fairly simple request. The scientists found that once they had gotten the support they wanted, people were much easier to convince when it came to buying products that purported to help rainforests and other such things. However, don't start with one request and immediately assail the person with another. Psychologists found it much more effective if you wait a day or two to make the second request. Number three, flattery will get you everywhere. This one may seem obvious at first, but there are some important caveats to it. For starters, it's important to note that if the flattery is not seen as sincere, it's going to do more harm than good. But researchers have studied the motivations behind people's reactions to flattery and found some very important things. To put it simply, they found that people tend to look for cognitive balance, trying to always keep their thoughts and feelings organised in a similar way. So if you flatter someone who has high self-esteem, and it is seen as sincere, they will like you more. However, if you flatter someone who has low self-esteem, there is a chance it could backfire and cause them to like you less, because it interferes with how they perceive themselves. That, of course, doesn't mean you should rush to demean a person of low self-esteem. Number two, paraphrase people and repeat things back to them. One of the most positive ways to influence others is to show them that you really understand how they feel and that you have a real empathy for them. One of the most effective ways to do this is by paraphrasing what they say and repeating it back to them, also known as reflective listening. Studies have shown that when therapists use reflective listening, people were likely to disclose more emotion and have a much better therapeutic relationship with the therapist. This easily transfers over to talking to your friends. If you listen to what they say and rephrase it as a question to confirm that you understand it, they're going to be more comfortable talking with you. They are also going to have a better friendship with you and be more likely to listen to what you have to say because you showed that you care about them. Number one, nod while you talk, especially when asking a favour. Scientists have found that when people nod while listening to something, they are more likely to be in agreement with it. They also have discovered that when someone is nodding a lot in front of them, it is natural for them to do the same. Nodding is contagious, much like yawning. This is understandable because humans are well known for mimicking behaviours, especially those that they consider to have positive connotations. So if you want to be extra convincing, 
nod regularly through the conversation. The person you are talking to will find it hard not to nod themselves and they will start to feel agreeable towards what you're saying without even knowing it. I'm Jamie Freighter and I'm the founder of Listverse.com. Please hit subscribe so you don't miss our next awesome release.